Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, hey, folks, welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA radio show here on KBXL 94.1 FM. I'm Ken Lewis, the director of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in Idaho. And on Heart of the Athlete today is starting offensive tackle, left tackle, right, John? Yes. <laughs> John Ojuku. Hey, John, it's welcome to Heart of the Athlete today. Thanks for having me here. Well, it's great to have you to have you on the air and to be a part of the uh, FCA. I know that you got involved in FCA, boy, a long time ago, right? Uh, at North Junior High. Tell us about those days at North Junior High getting involved with FCA. Well, it was a long time ago. <laughs> it was like just yesterday, though. Um, I think the draw was, you know, the pizza. So, right. Hey, there's free pizza if you come into FCA and got to go in that first time and fell in love with it. So, kept on going year after year. Well, that's awesome. Well, we want to talk a little bit more about that, but I uh, know we've got, uh, I know you guys got a, Boise State has a bowl game coming up in a week and uh, down in Texas. And I know that we've got uh, uh, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl here in Boise a couple of days after that game and on the 20th, on Tuesday the 20th, but we have a our FCA breakfast at the famous Idaho Potato Bowl on Monday, December 19th, folks. And um, we have uh, our keynote speaker this year is former Dallas Cowboy defensive lineman, Chad Hennings. And so we're super excited about that, having him come into town. And we'll have the two teams there, Eastern Michigan and uh, San Jose State. Of course, you guys haven't played San Jose in a in a couple years, right? Not for a little while. A couple years, yes. Yeah, it, it's because uh, I know there's that alternating you know, this year you guys had Nevada, Fresno, and San Diego State, and uh, you do a home, home and away with them for for two years, and then there's then you switch over to Hawaii, uh, San Jose, and UNLV. So yeah, it's been a while since San Jose's been to Boise. So well, John, you uh, man, and for our listeners, you've been in fifty five, fifty six games as playing at Boise State, and uh, I was reading that you have started the last 40 straight games, man, that's a lot of longevity, especially for offensive linemen. And uh, man, that's, that's really incredible. Um, you know, tell us a little bit about that. And that's, that's amazing. Cause I know you started your freshman year as well. I did. I was uh, luckily enough to get the opportunity to start my freshman year. So just grateful for that. And honestly, now that you put it in the, those terms, it feels like I've, you know, played a lot of games and everything. But throughout the weeks, you know, throughout the years, it's been week to week, year to year, just focusing on the next one. So kind of crazy to think about 40, 50 games. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, uh, I know that I think the record for Boise State players is 60 games. So I think you're just shy of just of the record. So that's pretty, you know, with COVID and everything, I know there's some extra extra games and years <laughs> added on to some players' careers. Yes. But, well, uh, that's that's neat. And uh, uh, I know uh, two-time Mountain West first team on on the offensive line. That's that's pretty incredible honor as well. And, uh, I mean, what do you attribute your, your success as a player to as far as, uh, you know, what, what have you done in your life to, to see that happen? I'd say keep my head down, going to work, no matter if it's up or down, and 
the thing that helps me with that is just keeping perspective through um, gratitude. Uh-huh. That's the biggest thing for me, just staying grateful in the ups and downs because there's a lot of up to ups at Boise State because of all the wins and everything, but there are those downs and it can get pretty low. So just um, keeping that perspective, staying grateful for all the you know good things in your life is, yeah. keeps you on track. Yeah, that reminds me of uh, when Paul was writing in Romans chapter 12, he talked about not being having that accurate self-assessment of yourself, not, not being too high, but not being too low. I mean, just being steady. And I, as I've watched you, I mean, I, I've got, I remember getting to know you at North Junior High when I'd come visit. You know, I wasn't there a lot, but I'd come and visit the huddle, the FCA huddle in North Junior High and just seeing you. And of course, you were a wrestler too. Tell us, let's go back a little bit. When you were a kid growing up here in Boise, How'd you get involved in sports and, and uh, where, where did all that happen? Um, well, I always loved sports, just kind of moving around, you know, as a little kid, being outside, big things. So kind of got into more organized sports as I got a little older, um, seventh, eighth grade. That's when I started wrestling. I actually did wrestling before football because I think it, my mom thought it was a little safer or something. But I <laughs> uh, loved wrestling, you know, physical sport. It's you one-on-one. So there's a team aspect, but, you know, you're competing against another person. Football's a little different. You have your one-on-ones, but at the end of the day, it's a team sport. So a little different dynamic there. Yeah. But start out with the wrestling, and that right. taught me some of the fundamentals and everything for the sport. Yeah. What did you What did you like, and what did you love about wrestling? Um, I would say just the just the team atmosphere. You know, everybody knows what it's like to go in those battles. So everybody has your back. Everybody has your best interest. Just trying to help each other out. Um, throughout the week and throughout um, the pre-match just to make sure that you can do what you need to be to be successful. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. You mentioned that because, you know, a lot of people think, you know, you know, wrestling is just an individual sport, you know, kind of like cross country, mm-hmm. you know, you're out there running out there, you know, everybody's different times and spread out and kind of like wrestling. It's, you know, you're just out there against one guy at one time, but the, the team is really important in wrestling, isn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Cause you need good workout partners. Yeah. It's that camaraderie, the, the, the team cohesion part and, and cross country is the same way, you know, and there's other kind of sports like that. They're, you know, swimming and things like that too. But well, I know that wrestling probably, I mean, you've got really good balance and, and, and a lot of people probably don't know this, but you, you were a runner up in the state, right? What year was that? Was that your junior year or your senior year? It was my junior year. Okay. Interesting little bit of trivia. You faced off uh, in that finals match with the the Columbia kid, right? Yes. Kipper. Yes. Yes. And he's he's starting. He's on the O-line too, right? Over at, at Oregon State? Yes. He plays uh, right guard over there. Have you guys stayed in touch at all? Or were you guys? Did you guys know each other going growing up in high school? Uh, yeah, we knew each other a little bit in high school and got to talk to him a little bit when we went over there and played. So it was pretty cool to see him, how yeah. far he's grown. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Well, man, all these years at Boise State, and uh, I know recently I, I talked with Jesse, your old youth pastor over at, at Eastwind, and uh, we were reminiscing a little bit about, he was talking about some of those days when you were going to youth group over there. What was impactful for you going to church and and, and uh, being involved in youth group with, with Jesse and, and, and those guys? I would say just having that community of people that are, have their minds on the same, you know, path as I do, just that mm-hmm. same focus. Cause a lot of times, you know, with all the different sports, there's different groups of people, you know, going from school, the wrestling, the football. So kind of all over the place. 
uh, just going there week after week kind of get me grounded and focused. Yeah. Well, and, and, um, you know, we talked about North junior high FCA and of course you were involved in FCA at Boise, Boise high Rod Darren. Yeah. You know, he's still over there teaching math at, at Boise high school and, and uh, he was, you know, he's a former cross country coach. And, and then, of course, he, he'd been the head basketball coach, boys basketball coach at Boise High years ago. What, what do you remember about those days going to Rod Darren's math classroom and, <laughs> and showing up at FCA there? It was always fun because I was, I was in there for, you know, a couple hours on those Fridays or other days. <laughs> so I spent a lot of time up there. <laughs> That's right, because you guys had FCA on Fridays, and that was a little longer lunch, it seems like, right? I think so, yes. Yeah. Well, that's cool. And, man, it, it's been fun to to watch you grow up and and be a part of everything here at Boise State. And so you got this game in a week, and you guys are facing North Texas. What do you guys know about North Texas? Um, well, they're a good team. You know, they're going to play hard. They made it to their championship, too. So getting ready for their best, and we'll give our best. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys had a great season this year. I know there's a real kind of a little rocky start, but uh, man, things just really, you guys just turned it around. What do you, what do you see that attributed to? Biggest thing, same thing as earlier, just keeping that perspective, that gratitude. Like we have an opportunity, you know, to play this many more games throughout the year early on in the season. And just being thankful for the fact that, you know, we do have another chance to turn around and we do have people that are going to work their hardest and, um, you know, there's some changes and stuff, but no one just trusting the process and everything. Yeah. Well, that's great. What do you enjoy better or, or, or what, what is, I'm not sure it run blocking or pass blocking. I mean, there's what, what do you, what do you like? Is it one of those that you, uh, you prefer over the other or you like, you like doing both? Uh, I like them both. I'd say running is a little more physical so you can really, you know, impose your will and just take it to the other team. So that might be one I like a little bit more. Involves a little more of the wrestling, right? Yes, a little more wrestling. There's exactly. there's more battle in that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I you know you've heard of people refer uh, to wrestling the wrestling matches as bouts or or you know even like fights. I've heard some people refer to a fight, but like <laughs> boxing is not really a fight, is mm. it? <laughs> well, John, what do you? Uh, what do you like to do for fun? What's what, if you had your go-to, if you had a, you had a whole day off and you, you probably don't have any day. You, you probably don't have a lot of days off in the last four or five years. Yeah, have not, you? not through the season. <laughs> so what do you do for fun? Um, outside of football, um, fishing's a big one. I like getting outdoors just in general and fishing kind of adds to that like the water, like a swim and stuff. So uh-huh. kind of puts it all together with that fishing. Um, try to do, do a lot of it this off season and, um, whenever I could get out of the, you know, facility. So what do you, where, where do you usually like to go? In Boise, luckily we have a lot of ponds and the Boise rivers right next uh-huh. to campus. So you can always hit those up. I do like CJ strike reservoir for sturgeon and uh-huh. bass and other stuff because it's really productive. A lot of times I go. So for sturgeon, do you just go right below, below the dam there at CJ strike? Or? Yes. Wow. Right, many, right down there. How many sturgeon have you caught? Um, I've caught one so far. <laughs> so sturgeon, it's a, it's sometimes hit or miss, kind of like trout fishing in the river. Uh huh. Um, but when you do get that that big one on, it's a it's a fight. <laughs> <laughs> so so you've landed one. Were you have you have you hooked into any others or other sturgeon that you didn't land? Yes. So they're a little finicky with how you um, fish them. They'll pull up your bait and then 
bite on that for a little bit. And if they don't like something in it, they'll spit it out right away. So it's almost like if you ever fish for trout, almost like fishing for one of those, uh-huh. except a lot bigger beast there. <laughs> Where do you go fishing for trout? Boise River. I'm not trying to have oh, yeah. you reveal no, okay. all your secret hotspots here. <laughs> Most of these places, you know, you could Google and they'll pop up best <laughs> fishing places in Idaho. Uh, Boise River is really productive in the summer and when they stock and everything, all the ponds get stocked throughout the summer. So it's always fun, especially when I try to take people, like get them into fishing and just spend some time with them. You can always almost count on a fish at like Park Center Pond or something like that. Yeah, that's great. Any mountain lakes or mountain rivers you like going to? I've uh, been to the Owyhees a little bit, been up to McCall and stuff, but again, not too much time, you know, to make a weekend trip or week long trip up those mountains. So do you fly fish on the Owyhee then? I do. Wow. How long have you been fly fishing? I would say it was probably since junior high. It's been a little off and on throughout the years, but I still love to do it. Uh-huh. Well, that's great. You, uh, you mentioned taking people with you. What's, uh, What's some of your, what's one of your favorite fishing stories of taking somebody fishing? Ooh, got a couple of those. <laughs> I would say probably taking one of our old linemen out to CJ strike. And it was the first time he was fishing. I was surprised he wanted to come cause it was an hour, it's an hour away from Boise. And, Who is that? Uh, John Mulchon. Okay. He's from, uh, Vegas, right? He is. Yes. And where's he, where's he playing now? Tampa Bay. Okay. Wow. That's great. So, oh yeah, get, get back to your story. Sorry. So, yeah, he was fishing for the first time. Uh, we were targeting sturgeon, but there's bass, um, a bunch of other little perch and stuff. So he was fishing for little bait fish. He caught a bunch of those <laughs> and just having a good time taking pictures, you know, with the little fish, but it made the trip. Uh-huh. Any other uh, fishing, good fishing stories of taking teammates out to areas around here? Um, Park Center is probably the number one spot I take people over the summer just because it's always stocked. So it's always cool seeing somebody get their first fish, you know. And even though it's a little, some would say easier than other places, it's still, you know, that fun experience, kind of seeing the joy in people's eyes. Yeah. Does it, does it surprise you that a lot of people haven't fished before or teammates that haven't fished before? Yeah. Some of the ones from California and stuff. Yes. Because you know, they got the ocean right there. Like it's prime fishing. So yeah, you think that, you know, if, yeah, if we had the ocean, it'd be oh, sea bass be out there every day. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we've done a lot of crabbing over in Oregon and Washington, mostly Washington, but yeah, love the coast and love the ocean. So yeah, my my family, we've done a little fly fishing and gotten a little better. And that's been a lot of fun just learning that sport. There's so much to learn about fly oh, fishing. Yes. Gosh, mm-hmm. how long you been fly fishing? Uh, has to be over 10 years now. Really? Yeah. How, what was your first experience or who who, who got you out? Uh, my uncle. He, he lives in McCall right now. Um, he's a big fisherman, everything, outdoors. Uh-huh. And he got me into fly fishing and... He took us to a place in McCall. It was kind of like Park Center in that you almost catch every single time you throw it. In. So that's what got me hooked on it. Wow. Well, that's fun. It's funny because fishing's one of those things. It's like you get out and there's the beauty of the water and the river and the quietness. And it's just kind of a neat time, isn't it? Gives you a chance to kind of disconnect and just focus on you know nature and everything. And yeah. it just calms you. Yeah. It, and like you said, nature, it, it, just, you know, seeing God's beauty yes. and revealed out, even if you don't do well fishing, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, there's something about that in being able to disconnect, like you said, you know, from our phones, technology, 
the busy schedules that you know we keep fishing is a lot of is a lot of fun and uh it's a good way to relax isn't it yes <laughs> <laughs> what else you do for fun uh, besides that um ooh, fishing the big one i like to go out you know hikes and stuff uh-huh. just a lot of outdoors stuff Where, where's uh where's some of the places in idaho you love to go and get out to and camp and hike uh, nothing too crazy. Like I got, I got the football thing, so yeah, can't be doing mountains and everything. But the foothills are just a local place. Like to go, yeah, um, ride bikes, stuff like that. But yeah, again, like the I guess staying healthy and safe is on my mind a lot of the time. That's times true. That's right. Yeah, because that's important. Yes. Well, John, you. Uh, it's fun to talk about you know some other things in in your life besides football and uh but i know football has been a big piece of that and one of my good friends who's also on our fca board is mark thornton and uh he's uh does chapels for you guys and for you what's been the impact you know how have you seen you know god work in your life by because i know you go to chapels with with mark and what's god done in your life because of that i think the same thing just keeping the perspective i feel like Every single week he comes up with a message that I need to hear. Like, and I've been going to chapel since I started traveling my freshman year. So five, six years now almost. And every single time it's a message, you know, you need to hear, um, applies to that week. And then it just applies to your life in general. It doesn't specifically have to do with football, but it can. And it helps out a lot of other areas too. And again, just keeping you grounded and focused on doing the right thing, staying, um, with that gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, God has done so much for us, hasn't he? Yes. And uh, Jesus dying on the cross for us. I mean, I know we were talking earlier about the highs and the lows and, uh, and not not getting too low, not getting too high. I think the only way we can do that is, is standing grounded with the Lord, right? Yes. Yeah. Well... So what's what's the what's the future for you, Hold? I know you're you're finishing up with a kinesiology degree, right? Yes. And uh, what do you? I know you with, with that kinesiology degree. What do you, what do you kind of foresee? What's your vision uh, being involved in that? Um, I would say a sports performance coach, uh, college level, probably. And I've got a chance to work with the football team, obviously through six years, and then a year long internship with the. Olympic sports at Boise State. So kind of opened my eyes to a lot of different areas that, you know, I could grow in or I could learn about and not specialize in, but just a lot broader areas I could focus on. Right. So that being involved in strength and conditioning and, and probably nutrition too is a part of that. So that's, that'd be exciting. So, well, you graduate here. You got any finals coming up this next week? No, I've planned it out so that just can focus on this bowl game you know this last one with the team and all the guys so yeah should be good well that's great and then uh this spring you got up well you got an opportunity to play in a uh like a bowl like a senior bowl game right it's a collegiate bowl is that what it's called the nflpa bowl yeah okay and when, when is that game i believe it's the 28th of january okay so the end of the month and then looking potentially for for the nfl right? yes that's the goal Wow, that's exciting. What does that feel like for you, kind of being on the on the edge of this end of the, your career here and then the opportunity, the unknown? How, how are you getting through these days thinking about that? Uh, just living day by day, you know, just enjoying the moment, staying focused on the present. It's the biggest thing. Don't want it, you know, to be moving too far ahead or 
reminiscing too much on the past, but just staying yeah. in the present and yeah. staying thankful for you know the opportunity I've had here at Boise State. Thankful for one more game and then thankful for the future. Yeah. Wow, that's so good. Well, we are excited, you know, um, for you and, you know, this next week for Boise State to play another game and then for the end of January. And then for uh, maybe you, I know you're going to be training and trying to stay healthy for, you know, everything going on, you know, the potential of getting in the NFL this spring. And, uh, but maybe a few more fishing days too, right? Yes. <laughs> I'll try to sneak a few in. <laughs> Well, that's great. Well, I just I know we just have a, a minute or two left here. I mean, John, you you've had a lot of coaches in your day, you know, wrestling and football coaches. What would you like to say to them and and to to your coaches that you've had in the past? Um, just thank you for everything everybody's done for me. I mean, there's nothing too big or too small that I've tried to take from each coach. There's always a little something, even if it's, I've only been coached for them for a week or two or something like that at a camp, Mm -hmm. but just thankful for everything they've done for me and thankful for all I could, you know, learn from them so I could grow as a person and as a player. Yeah, that's great. Well, I guess our last question here today is, uh, you know, advice. What what kind of advice would you give to a young athlete growing up in, in Boise, Meridian, area here in treasure valley somebody like yourself it, what, what would you tell if, if you could go back and talk to your your sixth or seventh or eighth grade self what would your little bit of advice be to them just that you know nothing's impossible if you work for it and set your mind right some goals might be a little harder than others it might be a lot more work than others but if you focus on that and put everything you know forward and focused on what you need to be successful in that goal you can accomplish that thing so wow that's great well john it's been great to have you on heart of the athlete today and i know that uh we kind of we had coffee a few weeks ago we talked about maybe trying to see if we can have you go visit one of these fca huddles around here i know it's been busy and uh the life of a college athlete is busy and uh but maybe we can do that here in january and and uh so or february so That'd be great. Well, folks, we've been visiting with John Ajuku today here on Heart of the Athlete, Boise State uh, offensive lineman. And John, it's just uh, been a pleasure to have you on, on the Heart of the Athlete today. So thanks for being here. Thank you again for having me and the opportunity. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for the Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice. You